All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. The streak is over. With me today, instead of DJ, is Isaac Bayer. Isaac, how are you? You can call me the beef, because that's what I've named myself. I don't know if you can see. It's what I've named myself in the call. Is I did. I, I, I saw that. Uh, what's what's the reasoning behind uh, beef? Well, hold on. This is a two-parter. One, okay. what's the reasoning behind beef? And two, if you were to use this video conferencing uh, software to meet with a potential yeah. employer, would you keep your name as beef or would you change it back to Isaac Bayer? Um, well, I'll, firstly, to answer the first part of your question, I think that the word beef, it's an interesting word. It's a funny word. If you called somebody pork or chicken, it would not be as funny, but something about beef, uh, I think it's funny. Uh, and would I change if I met with a potential employer? Well, it depends on the potential employer, you know. Uh, if you were, I'd have to, I'd have to examine, uh, like how much am I getting paid? How big is the company? You know, if you were, that. if you were getting, let's say interviewed by, uh, I don't know, us bank, you might change it. If you were getting yeah. interviewed by Wendy's, you would embrace it. They might actually appreciate that. I kept it as beef. If I was getting or, interviewed by Wendy's or Arby's because they have the meats and that that's close Arby's, enough to we beef. have the meats. Now, it seems like, and I know this isn't very important for a podcast, but the lighting just changed. So now you look like yeah. I haven't, you haven't been unlocked in a video game. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, it just changes. Yeah, it changes by itself. And uh, I don't really know why. It just does that. I like to think that the machine is alive. Uh, it's like the soul of a man who died well, in the 1800s, uh, confined to the circuit board for all eternity. You've and, uh, you've been using Chat GPT, so that's very possible that you might have some AI. Cool. Yep, it just turned off again. But yeah, listen, it'll do that. It'll turn itself back on. Well, and I'll I won't mention it again because this is a podcast, so this will be just audio format, and people won't be able yeah, to see the light see turning me. on or off. Yeah, yeah. So they can just hear you, and you look very relaxed. And I'm happy to have you back on. Now, today's topic was one that DJ and myself picked out. I will go ahead and kind of explain a little bit of, uh, of what happened. Um, because of my current employer with DJ, well, because of my current job and DJ's current job, we don't have a very big window to record the podcast in. So today we were all set to record the podcast and then we ran into some technical difficulties we? on, on DJ's you side. Ran into some? Oh. Now I assist, I tried to assist, uh, DJ in figuring out and navigating through this issue, but we just couldn't figure it out. And then we were in a time crunch. We only had about probably whenever we started about 15 minutes of leeway. And yeah. we kind of moved past that point to where if we would have tried to figure it out, uh, we will have, would have only probably posted a, a, a 15 minute episode this week. And we didn't and feel like how, that was the right way to do it. Yeah. And that's fair. How exactly did you describe to me his interaction with trying to overcome this it was something like a caveman no, 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 just no, no, no. discovering fire or something. I didn't. Right? I didn't. I didn't. Little say that. ooga booga style of uh, technical I, difficulty from DJ. 
You are uh, putting words in my Did mouth you? there. Did I, you say that though? I am. I described it as it was just like a, a frustrating experience with technology because it seemed like we were doing all the right things to get it to work and it wasn't. So not sure what we should have done. And hopefully we can get that figured out uh, because there for a while we were on a good streak. DJ was able to do it virtually uh, and we were able to bring together uh, as close as we can uh, that chemistry that DJ and I have that, that has made this podcast just catch fire over these last five years. Um, I sent a message to to DJ this past week because for some strange reason, we had over 600 uh, downloads in the Czech Republic. So shout out to the... Yeah, shout out to the That's Czech Republic. That can't be good. That's got to be uh, dangerous. That's if you're if you're listening and you're a big fan, um, you know we accept donations. And if you want us to come visit, shoot us an wow. email at all wow. you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com zero zero at gmail.com. I really regret doing that email. So complicated. I'm not really sure why I did that, uh, considering that it is the basis of the podcast. Um, but all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Why did I do the two zero zeros? Why didn't I just pick like an underscore or some other thing? I don't know, but we're not talking about emails and we're not talking about the Czech Republic today. But we, we, talking, could. we could, but we're talking instead about a list, a power ranking, if you will, that you DJ, DJ and I actually came up with. We were sending messages back and forth for hours trying to figure out this list. And then we couldn't do the episode. But by that time, I had already posted on our socials that we were releasing an episode based on this topic. And I kind of put myself in a corner. And as much as DJ and I would have liked to carry out this podcast together because we did carry out this list together, logistically, it didn't make sense. And I didn't want to break anyone's heart. rocks. Yeah, he can pound sand. If you uh, heard how I said it, it was a lot nicer than what you just said. I, I was kind of being like, well, unfortunately, we didn't get to do a DJ. And then you're over here saying that he can punch sand. Is that what you said? He can pound sand. Pound he can sand. kick rocks. You know? Gotcha. Okay. He can put a quarter in his ass because he's played himself. All right. Should I should I bleep that out? I'm not sure. I'll write a, I'll write a note down uh, just in case. But uh, the, the list that we came up with today, which you had no problem with, one, because I think you agreed with it, but... Two, because you don't know many of these movies. Uh, it's a list that DJ and I really put together carefully. It was a it yeah, was yeah. a detailed process. And yeah. so I'm excited to get into it. And because we want to allow some time to talk about each one, potentially, let's go ahead and dive sure. into today's topic. We love power rankings here at All You Need to Know. Sometimes oh, my we only, gosh. Sometimes we only do them at the end of the episode or it's a small yeah. portion of it. This episode's the whole damn thing. This is episode 259, Top 10 Will Ferrell Movies. And I'll say this. Uh, what will I'll you say? say? This. I, I think that we got to do, I think that the next uh, power rank on the agenda is raking. I think I probably said this before. Ranking every AY and 2K employee or affiliate uh, from best to worst person to interact with and or work with. Who's going to listen to that, though? I don't think there's a large audience for that. There's well, probably not a large if, audience would for they our listen podcast to Will Ferrell, but would they also Because there's been a lot of people on the podcast, and I think uh, a ranking of those people, you know, I think that'd be kind of funny. I think that'd be interesting. 
Uh, and then imagine putting people in the outside looking in category. That's even funnier. Mm, yes. Just thinking about somebody being in the outside looking in. Well, if, I guess if you do include and consider the people that have helped out with the website and the TikTok videos, uh, it would be an interesting list. But again, I just don't think if we were a very large, if we had a large following, such as the Pat McAfee show or, yeah. you know, another show where a lot of people were involved and you saw them and a lot of people watched and listened, maybe we would do that. But it doesn't make a lot of sense for us to do that right now, considering that our numbers aren't terrible, but definitely underneath the, uh, I would say the average. But I think I think I saw a thing and it was like 95 to, or 98% of podcasts uh, have less than 5,000 listens per month. And I'd have to look at our numbers because, of course, the, the Czech Republic is kind of bringing our numbers up. But oh, yeah. I think that we probably are either right at that line or underneath it. So we fall underneath the category of, wow, these people have a podcast. You know, why should they? But I, again, will reiterate, like I have time and time again, and all you need to know is run. We got started just a touch before everybody else. At least I feel as though, <laughs> as though we did. Just a touch. Or maybe just we even are bit. the problem. Maybe we can say... Hi, I'm the problem. It's me, like Taylor Swift did. Anyways, yeah, I got you know I got that reference. Let's go ahead and dive into top ten Will Ferrell yeah. movies. You mentioned OLIs, which stands for Outside Looking In. For those people that uh, have trouble understanding yeah. letters, um, yeah, you're so, a sports head. You know, you're not a you're not an honorable mention user. You're a certified sports Andy, which means yeah. you use words like outside looking in instead of honorable mentions, which is what most people would probably use. So outside looking in slash honorable mentions list. We have five movies here, and all of these movies involve Will Ferrell in some capacity, but some of these movies that are on the outside looking in slash honorable mentions list are here because Will Ferrell's not necessarily a main character. Okay. Is that fair? Okay. You think that that's fair well, to then, put those there? No, not not really. Uh, mostly because it's a, you say Will Ferrell movies, implying you know that he's the lead. You know what? I DJ insisted that a movie was in the top 10. He's not here. I'm going to move it out. Which one? Don't tell the name. You can just tell me the number and I'll look at the list. He insisted that number nine be in the top 10. I'm moving uh -huh. it out and replacing it with another. And we'll get to that in just yes. a second. But yes. Thank you. Let's go ahead and get started with these outside looking ins. The first one that we have on the list of, of, but not on the list, right? It's on the list of outside looking in, but not on the top 10 list. That's very important to put out there yes. is Stranger Than Fiction. Now, this is a very underrated, and I would say not many people have seen this Will Ferrell vehicle because Stranger Than Fiction is basically and very close to the Truman Show. Have you seen this movie with Will Ferrell? Never even heard of it. Never even heard of it. Basically, this person is, Will Ferrell, is playing himself, or not playing himself, but his character is, uh, his life is being narrated. He can hear the narration, and he becomes aware kind of, of the narration, right? I and so like that's that why it's, it's called Stranger Than Fiction because he kind of becomes aware like oh wait these thoughts in my head it's actually a narrator and then it starts putting him in positions where like it might be risking his life things like that um it's a very interesting idea will ferrell i feel like was the perfect uh person to play the character 
Um, and you've seen the Truman Show, right? Um, no, but I do know of it with uh, Jim Carrey. I know of it. Okay, so Stranger Than Fiction about it. Stranger Than Fiction came out in 2006. I was going to try to bring up a, a synopsis because I feel like I didn't do a very good uh, job. Well, with you know, it. let's not spend too long on each movie. Well, right, I I agree, but especially not. We're not even in top ten. A mentally unstable IRS auditor, Will Ferrell, <laughs> hears an author's Emma Thompson voice in his head and discovers that he is the ill-fated protagonist of her latest work. While a book, book company employee, played by Queen Latifah, tries to cure the author's case of writer's block, the auditor and a professor, Dustin Hoffman, set out to find the woman and make her change the story. So as this, as the author is like actively writing the story, Will Ferrell is in it. Uh, and he tries to find the author. It's it's an interesting premise. I would if you have some time. I that actually now the more you've explained it, I think I have seen that because I think I know exactly. It's I a, think I know exactly what you're talking about. It's now. a really good movie, but unfortunately, there were t- at least ten movies that beat it out. Uh, so we'll <laughs> go ahead and move on to the next yeah. honorable mention, which is Everything Must Go. Have you seen this one? Uh, no, I haven't even heard of that one actually. Okay, everything must go. I would venture to say is Will Ferrell's most serious role. Um, it's a little dark. Um, he can do a serious role. Yeah, and and I I think it's really interesting whenever you see a comedian enter into a serious role because vice versa can't happen. You can't have a serious actor become a comedian. But for some reason, a lot of comedians. Is that true. Can, I I think that that's fair to say. A lot of comedians for some reason can tap into serious roles in dramas so if you think about uh let's perfect example bob odenkirk right he played better he played saul goodman in in breaking bad and then the spinoff better call saul he started out as an improv comedian uh had a group with uh oh gosh i'm I'm blanking on the guy's name um but had a improv group they had a show on hbo and then he started doing serious roles and he's really good at it now i don't think that you could take Let's say, I don't know. Ice Cube. That's not the... about as serious as they come. And now he's in movies like uh, Ride Along, uh, Twenty One Jump no. Street. No, yeah. I don't. I don't think you're that's telling a me Ice example. Cube is not serious. I don't think that's jumping the... into a comedic movie. I was gonna go more Michael Caine. Like he, he wouldn't be able to pull off like a leading man in a comedy role. Sir Michael Caine. Sir Michael Caine. Yeah, that's that's, and really? we'll leave it at that. Moving on because we got to get through this list of of outside looking in. Like you said, we haven't even gotten to the yeah, top ten no, no, yet. Go ahead. Zoolander and Zoolander two. So we'll just group those two together. Uh, Will Ferrell is in this movie. He plays Bad guy. He plays the villain, and he does a great job. And I wish there was more of him in these movies. But of course, the main storyline is focused on Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. Um, kind of a cult classic. I wouldn't say uh, that a lot of people, I think you either love Zoolander or you hate it. Yeah. And Will Ferrell's character is also a- along the same lines. Like you either really hate his character or you really love him. Um, but I think it's it's a funny premise because he's like this fashion emperor and his backstory is that he's the guy that came up with the piano tie like the keyboard tie right <laughs> yeah like yeah, that's yeah. and that's how he got his entrance into the fashion the industry and sure. now of course he's like this evil villain it's a really interesting uh idea um love that movie uh with ben stiller and owen wilson i love those two together moving on get hard uh, yeah i'm gonna have to stop you right there because, okay go ahead yeah because it's just interesting 
that you could include that where Will Ferrell is the villain. But I'm noticing you didn't include the uh, the Lego movie um, mm. where he's also uh, a villain. Right. So, like, why would you not include that on the list, but you would include Zoolander? Like, the the disconnect there I find a little strange. Well, because he's filling the same role. We're thinking of movies that people know, and I'd, I've seen the Lego Movie, and it was fantastic. But I don't know if the masses have seen the Lego Movie, even though you it don't did, think it did the quite mass, well. I know you it did quite that well. More people have seen Zoolander than have seen the okay. Lego Movie. You got me there, but. We're just talking movies where Will Ferrell, you can see him, right? And you could hear him in the Lego movie, but you couldn't see him. Moving on, I said Get Hard, and I was naming a movie uh, earlier. Uh, Get Hard is a movie that was in the top 10. DJ insisted that it be in the top 10 with uh, Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was just kind of agreeing with DJ because I I wanted him to, you know, have a part of the list. But whenever I saw Get Hard, I didn't like it. I don't know about you. Yeah, it was uh, it was okay. I think definitely, you know, the Kevin Hart, you know, Kevin Hart's kind of polarizing. Some people think he's not funny at all. I thought I thought Kevin Hart was funny in that movie. I thought that yeah. Will Ferrell actually kind of let me down. And it's it one of those fine. It was very average. It's one of those classic movies where the trailer oversells it. Because I remember seeing the trailer for that movie, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be hilarious." Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart together, this will be perfect. Then I went and saw it, and. I've never really. I don't like think I've ever outside looking in. I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie, but I, I probably could have walk. I wasn't no, happy. I wouldn't have walked out of it, but it, I knew that it probably would have saved me some time if I did. But I would like to have heard what DJ had to say about it because he yeah. he actually had it in his original list even higher than number nine, but I moved it out of number nine uh, and left it on the outside looking in. You would Last... have rather watched Avatar two? No, hell no, I wouldn't have. <laughs> Last movie on the outside looking in list: Kicking and Screaming. I love this movie. Uh, this is an older one. Uh, has Will Ferrell playing a basically like a little league soccer coach and brings a ragtag group together and they end up, you know, winning. I think they win some sort of tournament and Mike Ditka's in it for some reason. It's a really funny movie. Um, iconic. Uh, I think you could say iconic movie, uh, like cover poster. I, I always remember as a kid seeing that around and having it on DVD and watching it. Um, any thoughts on Kicking and Screaming? Do you feel like it should have cracked the top 10? Oh, well, I haven't seen it. I can't okay. make a judgment on Kicking and Screaming. You know, I don't really like children right. so much. I'm not a big fan of children. So, okay. you know, child actors, I find, can be a little bit annoying. I think it's pretty few and far between. So if the children are playing a, uh, a pretty central role in the movie for the Little uh-huh. League ball, then uh, maybe I would probably also have it on the outside looking in. Right. And you said you, you couldn't say much about it, but then you did talk for... 20 30 seconds about the the premise and what Yeah, but my disdain for children, yeah. All right, let's let's jump in on that note to the moment that everybody's been waiting for because <laughs> yeah. like I mentioned, I I'll mention this in the description of the podcast. It's hard to narrow down Will Ferrell's work. Yeah. You got to give you a top 10 list. Yep. Not necessarily, but I see what you were doing there. And I I really think like most of the top tens or what power rankings that we've done, it's it's hard to get a list almost of top ten. Most of the time we do top fives, right? Yeah. But this one was was tough because, like we mentioned, all those movies are honorable mentions. They're really good, um, but it's these top ten that that we felt. And remember, we always say this: this is our list, right? So 
Don't get upset if you don't agree with something or the order of, of this list, but yeah. we're going to do, or do get send upset. Send them a Twitter DM. Send me a, a, a tweeter DM or tweet at us and say, Hey, this move, this, this movie that you had a number seven sucks. Yeah. We would or, have hey, rather watched Avatar too. If, and if you say that I'll block you, but let's <laughs> move on to the list. Like I, like I mentioned at number 10, and remember, I think you told me to just announce all of them, even though I think you have the list. At number 10, Land of the Lost. You have did you see this one? Yeah. Okay. What did you think? Yeah. Um, I thought it was definitely a number 10 spot. It's got some funny moments. There are some moments that I just thought were a little bit like silly. Yeah, it's a little bit over the top, which is kind of like what makes it funny, but there are a lot of parts of it. I'm just like, eh, whatever. You it's know. one of my one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies. Uh, came out in two thousand nine. A space time vortex sucks. Scientist Rick Marshall, Will Ferrell, his assistant mm-hmm. Holly, and a survivalist Will, played by Danny McBri- Danny McBride, Danny McBride, yeah, into a world populated by dinosaurs and painfully slow creatures called slee stacks. With few resources at their disposal, Rick, Holly, and Will must rely on their only ally, a primate named Chaka to try to survive long enough to figure out a way back home. Chaka steals yeah. the show. I quote this movie a lot. See, I don't really like Chaka. Chaka is a divisive character because I've met I think a lot of people, yeah. believe it or not, yeah, that yeah. are like, I hated that movie because of Chaka. But then one of my favorite parts of the movie is Chaka. Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. I think that's why I don't like it is because I thought he was an annoying uh, piece of the film. Do you know that... Chaka was played by Yorma Tacone, one of the guys from The Lonely Island. I didn't know that. No, the, I did not know I didn't, that. Didn't know that for the longest time. <laughs> but if you look it up, it's 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 Yorma from The Lonely that's, Island. It's kind of a crazy that's fact. Crazy. Maybe maybe you'll go back and watch it again and appreciate it a little bit more. Um, oh, of course, no. they have they have a couple of cringeworthy moments now in that movie because they did include Matt Lauer uh, in what at the time was very funny, but now is like, <laughs> ooh, yikes, that didn't age well. But Land of the Lost, one of my favorites, Will Ferrell as a scientist who uh, I, I use the word like powering through a foot long sub. I use that phrase a lot because Will Ferrell said it in that movie. Um, I also we also sometimes mention slow roasting the little guy because that's whenever Will Ferrell was talking about slow roasting and eating Chaka. Uh, just a lot of good moments, like you said, a little over the top in some instances, but uh, get on your high horse, Rick Marshall, number 10, Land of the Lost. Uh, Will Ferrell movie. So now we're moving on to number nine, which is the movie that I moved in from the outside looking in. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier that a lot of the movies that were on the outside looking in were because the movie didn't focus on them necessarily. And this one I felt like should have been in the top 10, but DJ and I couldn't necessarily agree on it. It's old school. Now old yeah. school is a classic. It is a old school. It is old school. Um, it's about a group of people who basically get together and form a fraternity after they've already been to college. So these are older men in their probably late thirties, early forties, basically setting up a fraternity house. Will Ferrell is one of those characters. I think the main, uh, the main people in it are Vince Vaughn and I can't remember the other guy's name, Um, but this one, this one has 2003 is whenever this movie came out, which is kind of crazy. Luke Wilson. So Owen Wilson's brother uh, was the other main character in it. But Will Ferrell, small, smaller role, but steals the show. Um, a lot of classic lines from this one, like you're my boy blue. Uh, 
Uh, let's go streaking in the quad, the, the classic scene where Will Ferrell is running down the street naked uh, and his wife drives up next to him and says like, honey, what are you doing? And he's like, we're going streaking through the quad and there's absolutely no one behind streaking him. through the quad. So uh, I moved that one up to number nine because I thought it was I think worthy it's a of good... being in the top 10. But not yeah. but because it's not a Will Ferrell focused film, that's why it's not higher up on the list. And I'm sure some people will be upset that it's not. Well... You know, I'm with the opinion that these it should be the focus, the lead, mm-hmm. but then, you know, that's just me. At number eight, the campaign. Have you seen this one? I have, yeah. So the campaign. Zach Galifianakis is great. The campaign pits Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis against one another in a fictitious political campaign, yep. and hilarity ensues. Right. Yeah. That sounds like a New it's York Times. Like you're reading it off of an IMDb review. I well, I wasn't. I just said that out loud, but it did sound like a New York Times review of yeah. the movie. And they gave him like four out of five stars. But it's a really funny uh film. And I thought that Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell really worked well together. Uh, I haven't seen them do anything else since then, but I think it was a pretty well received movie for the most part. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. There's some good lines in that one, too. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite, the one, really the only one that I remember is uh, the backbone of our nation, where it's just like various scenes where he was like, you know, get like increasingly more specific, uh, you know, factions of people. Fast food workers are this nation's backbone. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that was funny. Grocery clerks are this nation's backbone. <laughs> And it just yeah, gets like super specific. I can't super remember. Specific, I, I know yeah. exactly what you're saying, but it's it's like roadside workers are this nation's backbone. <laughs> and he just says it all, you know, to all kinds of people. I remember vividly the dinner table scene with Zach Galifianakis's family. Oh, I really um, don't even like that scene. It's right? a little cringy, but it's so it funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I remember the first time I saw that, I died laughing. So the campaign, which I think uh, of all the rest of the movies. I believe is the most recent on the list. So if that tells you anything, no, that has to be the latest movie on this list. Uh, I believe it There's came no out. Way. You can you can fact check me, but I think that came out 2015, 2016, which is probably the last time that a good comedy was made, in my opinion. But I'll be looking it up. I'll let you do that, and I'm going to move Go on ahead. to the next one, which is Blades of Glory. I love this movie. It mm-hmm. is uh, Will Ferrell and. I think John Heater or Header. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Napoleon um, Dynamite. Yeah, the guy that plays Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, they are rival figure skaters, and a fight on the ice uh, causes them to be stripped of their uh, ability to compete in the men's figure skating single sport. But then they find a loophole in the Olympic uh, rule book. And then it allows them to skate together as a male-male pair. Now, this might not be as funny if it was released today, of course, because things have become more progressive. But there are some jokes in there that are just like, oh, wow, look, it's two males figure skating together. Um, Love the movie. Uh, Will Ferrell plays a character named Chaz Michael Michaels, who's a recovering sex addict. And uh, John Heater plays Jimmy McElroy who is basically like a pampered child skating prodigy. And I love the movie. It's, it's set up, it's set up so great. Um, all kinds of great characters. I know Will Arnett and Amy Poehler are in it and they play really important roles, but Blades of Glory, one of my favorites. I know I talked through that one uh, for the most part because you were looking up the thing about the campaign. Any, any news? 
Uh, yeah, a lot of news, but uh, it wouldn't have really mattered that much because I've not seen Blaze of Glory. Okay. I just heard it's funny. I don't really have a lot of that. But uh, you said that was the most recent one. You're you got to be dead wrong, not just wrong, but incredibly wrong. Uh, campaign was in 2012, and since then there's been a variety. I won't give them all away because believe it or not, uh, the one, well I don't want to give it away, but you have number one was made bef- after the campaign. So okay, it's so the, the, that you sure. All right, so I might have stretched a little you bit. You also have Get Hard, which is more recent than that. Yeah, but that's that not in the top the ten. Zoolander movie. No, 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 no. Sixteen. I know, but I was saying like of the top 10 list that was remaining, I don't think there are many that are made after this point. So, right. uh, well, the because, Lego movie, the Lego movie, right. But I didn't include that in the movie, in the movie That's list, true. you included that in the movie list, but anyways, moving right along Barbie at number. Yeah. And, the, and Barbie, I think that Barbie, that'll be, that'll be an interesting movie with uh, Will yeah. Ferrell in it, uh, coming out later with Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, right. It'd be interesting. God but for that. Yeah. at number six, the holiday classic elf. Now, some might argue that this one should be higher. And it's a great movie. I love it. Some is me. And I love the story that apparently they offered Will Ferrell, you know, buku dollars to do a second one. And he said, no, because that's a real man, because the first one's great. And that's what I want people to remember about it. I don't want people to remember, oh, wow, they tried to do a money grab and make the second one and it didn't work out. So Elf. Uh, I know my family watches that every single year at Christmas. Every same, year. same for you. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's yeah. a, a Will Ferrell tradition that will stay in a lot of families for generations to come. It's just a classic. It's funny. Will Ferrell kills it. I can't imagine anybody else playing that role. He plays it perfectly. And that was just, I think, as he was starting his movie career, and a lot of people thought it was going to ruin it. And it turns out it's probably one of the best decisions he's ever made. Yeah. At number five. The other guys love this movie. With love this movie, might be one of my favorite movies of all time. I think love it. It's smart. It's got uh, Will Ferrell playing more of a straight man, uh, and well, I I guess Mark Wahlberg is playing more of a. I don't know. It's 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 the the dynamic of Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell together is perfect. It's a buddy buddy cop movie kind of thing, but it's not great what you think. That one too, yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of great characters uh and then of course you can't ever talk about the other guys without mentioning the very beginning with Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Samuel L. Jackson aiming for the bushes and falling you know 30 stories to their death very unexpected for people that tuned into the movie and I don't remember the like the campaign for it like the trailers but I'm assuming that they probably made it to where Samuel Jackson and The Rock looked like they were going to be bigger characters in the movie and they were gone within the first I think 10 minutes but moving right along at number four, Talladega Nights, The Ballad yeah. of Ricky Bobby. Now, now, that one is a classic. You like this one, all right? I could tell just by your reaction. Talladega Nights, speak on it. I remember seeing this in theaters with my parents, and I'm Whoa. sure I was way too young because I know this yeah. one came out in like, it was like 2004, or 2006, I think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's been years since I've seen it. I definitely didn't see it when it came out in theaters. Uh, but since then, I've watched it. I just think NASCAR is a funny sport. I mm-hmm. think the people that watch NASCAR, I think that is funny. It's just an interesting sport to be a spectator of, you know. It's like the most low adrenaline sport to watch. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I tend to say in real life quite often, uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. And that's kind of my go-to when it comes to talent. Yeah. Ricky Bobby says that. I like to. I like to always quote Ricky Bobby's dad. Um, of course, the most famous line is "If he ain't first, you're last." But my right. favorite line that he says in the movie is "Applebee's has rats, 
I found a whole rat in my cob salad. Love that line for some reason. And I can also, you also do love a, Applebee's. So. I do love Applebee's. And I and I can also do a little, you are a terrible NASCAR driver, Ricky Booby. And that's, of course, uh, the guy that he races that against. Is, of course, by, the worst French accent I've ever heard. Right. And I apologize for that, especially if it was offensive to anyone. But Taldega Knight comes in at number four on our list. At number three, Step Brothers. So... What can you I, say? I really like this movie. Um, I know some people think that it's one of the greatest comedies of all time. Uh, well, some, some people would say that Step Brothers is should be number one on this list. Uh, it's got John C. Riley and uh, Will Ferrell together again. We just mentioned Talladega Nights that had Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Um, so apparently they've got a lot of comedy chemistry, but I, I think there's well, been a recent falling out between the two because really? Will Ferrell, yeah, Will Ferrell uh, wasn't cast in the hbo series uh the showtime lakers i think or i can't remember what that winning time uh, is, is the name of that show and will ferrell wanted to be in it he's a huge lakers fan and he didn't get cast in it i think john c Riley got the part and i believe that it's been kind of like a, a wow work drama yeah a little bit of a some drama between the two, but they killed it in Talladega Nights and Step Brothers, and then they did Sherlock a, and Holmes. They did Sherlock and Holmes, and it was terrible. Yeah, I so, didn't see that one though. Um, but Step Brothers is is hilarious. It seems like every Will Ferrell it's movie gonna be the is, most popular, probably most popular overall. Uh, and I would say it it has a ton of quotes. I was going to say that all Will Ferrell movies apparently just have all these quotes that people remember one liners and yeah. love. Um, and that one is especially true. Uh, the the performance between, uh, of course, as whenever they first meet each other, uh, Dale and Brennan, uh, they hate each other. And then as stepbrothers, they slowly and it's in the premises. Of course, they're in their like forties and they're stepbrothers, and they're still like living together in the same room, like sharing a room because they still live with their parents. Really funny, um, but it didn't come up to number one on our list because we still have two where i might even say three movies that are better and at number two is semi-pro semi-pro is i think the most underrated will ferrell movie that he's ever done uh i don't know if you've seen it but he plays no. jackie moon you know of it right yeah yeah plays jackie moon and he is the owner and player and I guess general manager of the Flint, Michigan tropics. So that's Not another the funny Flint, Michigan. Tropics. Yeah, it's a funny joke because, of course, like their mascots are palm trees and flamingos, and they're in Flint, Michigan. Um, you can't it's, drink it's, the water in Flint, Michigan. Well, this was set, I think, in the seventies. Um, Jackie Moon rose to to stardom because he had a song called "Love Me Sexy." Uh, sometimes I'll listen to that song. Uh, just randomly because I think it's a good song. It's a little vulgar, um, but that song, as similar to uh, uh, the other the other thing that I mentioned, where he became famous in fashion for creating the keyboard tie in yeah. Semi Pro, he becomes famous and able to own the Flint Tropics and be a player for the Flint Tropics uh, because he. Legal? I don't know, but because Owner he as a player, I don't think so. But it's it's a really funny premise if you just think yeah. about that. Um, and then the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Everybody's going to remember that scene. So the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl, um, the poker scene in that movie, unbelievable. Might be the best five minutes of comedy I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and I'm not joking. If you haven't seen it, look it up. And just so we can get this wrapped up in time, 
Moving on to number one on our list of top 10 Will Ferrell movies. You probably guessed it. Anchorman and Anchorman 2. We went ahead and grouped them together because it is kind of the second one is kind of a continuation of the first one. You could sit down and watch both of those back to back, really. And it's pretty much the same thing. Killer cast. Uh, You've got Will Ferrell as the leading man. All around. uh, But Paul Rudd and Steve Carell are supporting. It's extremely quotable. Uh, my favorite is it's so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. I yeah. say that a lot, especially during the <laughs> summer when things get swampy. Uh, but Anchorman and Anchorman Two, I mean, it's hard to beat, right? Yeah, I would argue that that's. Uh, I think Semi Pro is probably more not a, not all the way a cult classic, but probably just a little bit more. And uh, Anchorman and Step Out is probably fighting for the top spot as far as most well known. Right, but Anchorman, I, I feel like that's a pretty agreeable top. Will Ferrell movie. I'm sure we'll have people get upset about it, but we're running out of time. So Isaac, thanks so much for taking some time to do this and filling in for DJ. Uh, and well, it's I always hope, a pleasure. I'll I be back. That, for I sure. hope that you weren't too upset with our top ten list of Will Ferrell no, no, movies. No. It was a good list, I think. All all around, probably well-rounded list. Well, thank you so much. This has been all you need to know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm the Beef, and this has been all you need to know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.